Welcome to Fresh Off the Set. I'm Carrie Hawker Diaz. And I'm Alora Murray. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us during this jolly holiday season. Yes, happy holidays. You know what we say, Laura? Every time we say happy holidays on the show in an interview, an angel gets its wings. That is what. <laughs> Lots of angels have been getting their wings because we have been. We say it a lot. Happy holidaysing everywhere. I, I just made that a verb. I know. <laughs> is it me or is this like the last half of this year just flown? I always joke it was like January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Like yeah. it just like, I feel like Halloween was yesterday. And to be fair, we dressed up as the Adams family. If you guys saw that, David still has the hand. Thing he does on his desk. <laughs> he does. So I, I, David still thinks it's October. I don't know. <laughs> well, and here we are, and Christmas is next week. That is next so week. Okay, I have a me. question for you and everyone listening. Okay, is there one gift that you remember as a kid growing up that was like, wow, this is so exciting? Is there one that stands out in your mind, Alora? Yeah, I was like, do you want me to answer now or at yes. the end? Yes. So when I was growing up. Um, I was really into dressing up. I was really into dressing Surprise. up. I know. Really into dressing up, really into acting, make-believe. That was like my thing. And one Christmas, I was really little, my, well, I know now that it was my mom, um, Santa brought me these dresses. There were maybe several princess dresses, and I loved them. And I found out in later years, my mom made all of them. And I don't know why I'm getting so emotional about this. She made me, this was before Elsa was a thing. She made me um, kind of a winter queen dress, Aww. like an old fashioned, um, like princess dress with huge bell sleeves. Then there was a pink one with gold trimming. She made me Belle's um, blue dress that Belle wears. My mom made that. Do you still have some of them? I wish. I don't know where so they they're, are. But they're oh, strong actually, in your memory. No, I think they're under the house. And then she made me the red cape that Belle wears. Oh. She made me, um, there was a couple of other ones. And I, it was. That's a lot of time and, my, and love. And my mom sewed all of those. That's really sweet. And I remember that. My cousins and I wore them till there were holes in them, until I was too tall and the dresses were like, just hitting below my knee instead of the floor. I loved those dresses. That is so sweet. Yeah, she's she is pretty amazing. What Shout about, out to your mama. That's what about amazing. you, Care? Um, I do remember one that stands out. So the way that my house when we grew up, the way that it was is like my parents' room had like big windows. Uh -huh. And if you looked out those windows, you could see into the windows of like the corner eye. You could see into like the living room big windows. Right, right. To where... Christmas was. Uh -huh. And what my parents would do when my sister and I would wake up all excited, we would have to wait in my parents' room. They like to like go out and set up like music and yeah. they like to like just set the scenes for yes. about, it seemed yes. like an hour. My parents did the same thing. For about a few minutes, right, before we went out. And my sister and I decided, and I was always the rebel, um, my sister like did everything to the book. And I'm like, Heather, we have to look because we can see, yeah. like come over here. We looked and we looked and I saw a bike. And it was my first bike. And I, like, I remember it now. And I was so pumped, but I had to pretend <laughs> when I walked out there that I was also very excited. I remember thinking that I was like six or seven. What color was it? Um, it was a pink and purple, like had a basket. Did it have the tassels? It had the tassels, yes. the whole thing. 
And so I was so excited, but I got like, you know, like the pre-excitement because I saw it before I walked out. And you also rebel, I was excited. You. I know, I know. I'm you sorry, mom and dad. Rebel. So sorry. But that, <laughs> yeah, that stands out to me. It's funny. Like we have those things that stand out, right? Um, did you do any holiday traditions when you were growing up and do you continue them? Um, the one that we still do to this day is pajamas on Christmas Eve. Cute. Um, I feel like traditions have kind of changed as we've gotten older. We still do the pajamas, and that has been happening since oh, before I can remember. Now, every Christmas Eve, um, we have, like, a really nice dinner. Sometimes we are up at um, – we're in Idaho at our cabin, um, and we always watch the holiday Aww. on Christmas Eve. Um and that's around Christmas, but my favorite tradition, and I've mentioned this so many times, I'm sure some of the listeners are like, we know, <laughs> um, it's the one where I go to the Nutcracker with my dad, mm-hmm. um, is <clears throat> we've been doing that for every year since I was three. We go to dinner, then we go to the Nutcracker, um, and it's just, it, it, it reminds me of Christmas because we've been doing that for so long, but I was one of those really lucky kids that... My parents were really supportive of my hobbies and my dreams. Your parents are awesome. They really are. And my dad taking me to the ballet was always just like, it it was his way of wanting to spend time with me, which I will always cherish. But it was also his way of being like, I'm so supportive of of you dancing. Um, He always loved watch, like, he loved going and supporting me and... So that tradition honestly means a little more to me than just spending that time with my dad. It like symbolizes a lot of things. So that's one of the traditions that we always do. And I remember like through the years, through moving and coming back, through different things, the one year we didn't do it was COVID. And that year, funnily enough, we were able to go to a restaurant and our waitress at the restaurant, it was still going because of COVID. You had to wear masks till you got to the table, mm-hmm. but the waitress came up and we explained our tradition and she, she was older. She was probably in her sixties. She was like, Oh, I was the sugar plum fairy in, a in a professional ballet company. I think it was somewhere in California. Did you ask her to dance? And she did. We didn't <laughs> ask her. We didn't ask her. She just did it. She just did you this, still got the performance? Yes, this like sweet older woman who was our waitress was like, da, 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 and then just started dancing. And we were like, well, we didn't ask, but yay. That's <laughs> so, adorable. <laughs> we still kind of saw it even during that year. So that, long story short, those are the traditions we do. What about you, Care? That's really cute. Um, growing up, we would always get a real Christmas tree. Uh-huh. So we would like drive out. I think it was like Payson, I'm feeling, Payson area that we right. would go and get our tree. Um, and I look back at that and I'm like, wow, like that's a lot of work, dad, (laughs) you know, props to you. That was always really special. Um, and then my sister and I grew up dancing. And so, uh, just like you, you're a dancer too. We were always performing. I feel like that month was like festival of trees and we were always doing like so many things. And then in drill, December is competition season because state is in January. Yeah. So it's busy time for performing. Right. So I feel like there was a lot of, a lot of Christmas performing. Um, now with my daughter, we uh, we like to watch Home Alone when we put up the tree. That's uh-huh. like a, there's uh-huh. no negotiating. That is what is happening. <laughs> and then um, I make a cinnamon French toast. I get this. Have you ever had the cinnamon bread from Great Harvest? It's like a Ooh. round loaf of like deliciousness. 
I'm I'm like starting to daydream and like getting like <laughs> it's so good. I buy that. I I can't remember if they're open Christmas Eve. I'll either I'll go like early in the morning, uh-huh. grab it for Christmas morning, and then I make French toast with that. So that's like my Christmas French toast that I make every every year. And then as we continue to go on, we have like other traditions and things, but those were the main ones that stick out to me. I love it. I love yeah. traditions, and I think honestly the most important thing is having traditions that you enjoy and not having so many that you're stressed about doing the traditions. It's true. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, speaking of that, I'm letting all the parents know if your kids are listening, we're about to talk about Santa Claus. So if you have kids in the car or the room, we're going to talk about Santa. Yes. In yes. a way that... <laughs> she prefaced it. There it is. There it is. Okay. Um, so I, I wonder with other parents out there if it's hard to keep up the Santa act with our kids. And I have to tell you with my daughter, it's almost impossible. She is six. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she has every question in the book. She wants to know, uh, like the other day we saw a mailman uh-huh. and we sent her letter to Santa Yeah, a couple weeks ago. She's like, mom, how does it get there? That's really far. And so I was trying to explain to her like, well, one mailman gives it to the next male woman and then that male woman gives it to, and it gets that far and then goes on the plane. She's like, but that, that, that's really far. Mom, how does that, like, she just is very, she wants to know all the questions. She also, we went and met Santa the other night at City Creek Center and she was really, really pumped to meet with them because she needed to know if she was on the naughty or nice list. (laughs) And... Turns out she is on the nice list, so good oh, job, good. Amelia. Good job. Yay, um, Amelia. We were at a different Christmas event a week before that, and Santa was there, and she said, Mom, they're not this, they're different. They're, um, you know, so it's like, do you explain that these are actors that yeah. they see in person, or is it, you know, and then the real Santa we don't really see. Um, we don't have a fireplace in our house. Yeah. So she wants to know how he gets in. Oh, of course. I feel like that is a really common question for kids. You yeah. should have her watch the Santa Claus. Yeah, because, she, she has. And that's, yeah. yes. So she's wondered that. Um, we also started, oh, this goes back to our traditions. We put a little tree in her room uh-huh. and then she gets one little present from Santa uh-huh. under that tree. Uh-huh. So she also wants to know if she keeps her eyes open, if she can catch them. Oh, I think every kid ever has wanted to keep their eyes open or mm-hmm. sleep Wherever the presents end up, they want to keep their eyes open and see if they can catch him. Yeah. So we tell her, he doesn't actually come to the house unless you're asleep. He knows. Oh, okay. So then, you know, she's not going to miss out on presents. So then she goes to bed. But it's it's really hard. Well, she is so inquisitive. And that's kind of like my my nephew, Gray, around that age. He's very, very smart. Um, He really is. Some of the things he says to me, I'm like, how... how you sound like you're like a 50 year old like smart yeah like engineer so he came up to his mom I swear he was maybe five and was like and worded it this way mom I don't know if I believe in the legend of old saint nick (laughs) and she he was five and she was like no 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 no. we have to believe a couple more years but some kids are just so inquisitive I had um a friend growing up who had a little brother who was really anxious bless his sweet little heart and he was so panicked about a man he didn't know coming into their house I get that that's that's valid it freaked him out so bad that they finally just had to tell him they're like okay Santa's not real it's us and that relieved his anxiety because he didn't trust this man he didn't know yeah but it's like for kids like me I was all for it 
I believe in magic. I'm a daydreamer. We talk about it all the time. I was going into junior high and my mom had to sit me down and was like, okay, let's have a you're chat. Gonna, you're, gonna, you're almost 13. I just, Santa's not real. And I was mortified. And one of the reasons she had to tell me was I was getting, I was making up these crazy like dress ideas and jewelry ideas and toy ideas. And she'd be like, well, where did you see that? Did you see it on a commercial? And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I made it up. Mm -hmm. Santa can do it. And she was like, okay, first off, you're, let's just, it's been a long time. I mean, no judgment for however long you want to believe in Santa. I still, in my heart of hearts, believe that there's some magic out there. Same, same, because there is. And it doesn't matter. And all kids are different. But for me, it was all of my friends had stopped. My mom knew that I was going into junior high. So she was like, I feel like it was like fourth grade, I think. I feel like that's pretty common for a lot of people. But me and my cousin, the one with the really smart gray, both had to be told several times. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, it's crazy. I wonder, I wonder what it is now because I think like, okay, Amelia is almost seven in first grade. So we've only got like a couple more years of yeah. this and that makes me teary eyed. So we're going to move. Speaking of kids, we're going to move on. We're going to, we're moving on. We're going to move on. Okay. I found this article, how younger generations do holiday traditions. So we're talking about Gen Z, uh-huh. which is, I always have to remind myself it's 1997. If you were born in 1997 to 2012, that's okay. Gen Z. I was not. Millennials, 1981 to 1996. So these are how they are celebrating. Oh, okay. So I am included. I'd love to know how I'm oh, yeah. celebrating. Yes, yes. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> tell uh, me how I'm celebrating. This said a poll, a poll of 2000 Gen Z and millennials find 70% of them have been following the same holiday traditions all of their lives, mm-hmm. while three quarters of them are open to creating new ones. So mm-hmm. they'll be enjoying some of their top traditions, including these are the top ones. Holiday movies, it's 60%. Absolutely. I do not miss my holiday movies. Cooking and baking. Okay. i I would like to say every year I bake with my mom, but it's more like every other year. That's great, too. (laughs) That's great, too. Cookie swaps are also popular. 47% plan to participate in one this year. I never did that, but that sounds amazing. Is that a thing? I have had friends do that. We've actually had a guest who came on, I think it was last year around Christmas, and she talked about how she had like several cookie swaps she was going to, and so she had to really pace herself because she's... she's, um, like a fitness, lifestyle, mom, health, all incorporated influencer. And she was talking about how there were so many cookie swaps that she had to pace herself or she was going to feel sick. Overdo it, uh, which is easy to do during the holidays, right? <laughs> um, they also said putting up a Christmas tree is something 88% of them are planning to do or have done this year. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one. Um, almost half prefer a faux tree over a real tree. I've never had a real tree, and part of the reason was we always grew up with dogs, and when we tried a, <clears throat> a real tree, they would either lick the water or think we brought the outside in, and there were messes to clean up. See, and we didn't have dogs, so so that was a lot easier yeah. for us, I guess. Um, a lot of younger folks stick with the theme for their gifts. 46% of both generations like their gifts to follow a specific theme, um, and 52% are willing to spend at least on wrapping supplies, not on gifts. Like that's just the supplies. I have many questions. What is a gift theme? Does, does, do the receiver and the giver both know the theme? I don't know if that means like, (laughs) like the wrapping, like they all have the same wrapping paper theme. I don't know. I get that. I grew up with that, but does, 
do I just say this year, my theme is everyone's going to learn to bake. And I buy everyone baking stuff, even if and that's not what And your wrapping paper has, that has cookies and things on it. I, I think that's what this is saying. They make sure their wrapping supplies and their gifts have the right aesthetic. Oh, so it's kind of like a theme. oh, okay. That's the theme. I thought you were yeah. talking about gifts. I was like, is there All a theme? matching. I was like, is there a theme I'm supposed to be following? And I know now. Um, handmade gifts are the most meaningful to give others. So mm-hmm. they love giving handmade gifts. And um, more than half, so 58% plan to DIY their holiday gifts and decor this year or give homemade baked goods to save money. I get that. Because it's I, expensive out there, y'all. Oh, it is. I am not crafty. I'm not going to act like I am. Just not. I don't wrap. I don't even wrap well. I love wrapping presents. Like, give me Great. all your presents. I Great. will wrap them. I will bring them to the studio with the wrapping paper because I cannot. It's but my I, favorite. I My mom is great at it. My husband is like, he's very analytical. And so when he wraps, it's so precise and pretty. And I'm just like, ah! <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it, it is a mess. I don't even need to say who it's from because People you just know... know. You don't that, even need a tag. That's from Alora. That mess. Oh, sweet Alora, who's like in her 30s, who still doesn't know how to wrap a present and make it look good. It's the thought that counts. So I'll bring in mine for you to wrap, Karen. Because it, it it's a big stress for me. I just, I want it to look good, but it's stressful. Speaking of stress, there's a lot of holiday stress out there. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah, next week. we're It's here. It is coming this, I found a list of what holiday hosts stress the most about. Okay, if you're hosting a party or uh-huh. get together or, okay. Yeah. So this survey has discovered that three quarters of Americans who are hosting feel stressed about it. So, so Three that, quarters. So that's near, that's a pretty high percentage. What is that, like 75%? Yeah, that's a lot. I think so. So they say, and this is how it's split up. <clears throat> Um, making sure everyone enjoys themselves. That's what 32% stress about. Making sure everyone, mm-hmm. okay. What food to serve is 30% and cleaning up before guests arrive is 28%. So those are some of the things that people stress out about the most. Honestly, for me, it's cleaning up after everyone leaves. See, I don't worry about that as much as beforehand. Yeah. Like I'm running around with my head cut off trying to like make <laughs> everything perfect. I think that's the one that I would stress out about. So the those most. are the top three things other people, other things people stress about. These are further down the list. Um, having room for everyone, keeping people entertained, what drinks to serve, um, making sure no one damages anything. That's 14%. And I'm like, what, what parties? <laughs> What's happening? Those are the Gen Z and millennials parties. or the younger. What's the new one? Uh, Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha. Those are the young kids. Um, seating arrangements and then decorations. So really those top three things are wanting everyone to enjoy themselves, figuring out what to eat and the cleaning up. And I remember growing up, my mom would have, we would switch off with my aunt every other Christmas. We still do that sometimes, um, Christmas Eve. And as a kid cleaning up before everyone showed up. And that was the thing. But I, as a kid, I didn't really appreciate. I didn't understand all the stress that went into it. It was just kind of like, oh, Christmas Eve is here. I'm, I'm sweeping, doing all that stuff. But it is a lot of work for a, Now that we're adults, it's a lot. Because you look at, yeah, when I was a kid, I would help, like, set the table yeah. or, you know, like, get drink orders or something, you know, which yeah. was simple to me. And yeah. they were like, oh, this is easy. This is fun. So, I mean, for these hosts out there who are stressing out about these things, Honestly, and I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but all your guests coming are really, at the end of the day, they're excited to be with you. Yeah. 
Like, if you don't have, you know, the Pinterest perfect table setting, no one's going to care. Right. If you, you know, if there's a little bit of dust on the floor, no one's going to care about that. Like, honestly, when it comes to Christmas, I think we get so stressed about the small things that we forget, like, you're having these events to be with the people you love and care about. That's what it's about is like spending time, you know, making those memories. And that's what you remember. No one's going to remember, you know, oh my gosh, they didn't vacuum. They didn't (laughs) vacuum from 15 years ago. Remember when we went to Aunt Judy's and she didn't vacuum? No, we remember time with people. Absolutely. It's those conversations and things like that. And some people, I mean, aren't lucky enough to have that. So it's really just thinking about that time that you can be with others. They may remember if you didn't have good food. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Carrie's calling it. Carrie's calling it. Have the good, have good food. (laughs) Have plenty of food. Well, you know what, Carrie? 30% of people stress about that. That's That's a, that's a big one. (laughs) That's a top thing. But, and honestly, I think when I, before I go to uh, any party, I'm like, well, what kind of food situation is there? Is it just desserts? Is it appetizers? What do I do? I need to eat something beforehand. But I never am judgmental about it. It's just like I kind of want to know the situation so I can, you know, prepare. Yeah, because if it's just appetizers, sometimes you need to eat before. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, well, if, if it's, it's dessert, just dessert, then I—I I mean, you know me. I have so much energy anyway that if it's just a dessert party, I'm unhinged. Because all I've had is sugar. So we need some food. <laughs> yeah. It is like I'm nuts if I don't have something to counterbalance the sugar. So that's why I just like to know before going. But everyone going to parties, give your host a thank you, your host, hostess, give them a thank you because they've put in quite a bit of work. Quite a bit of work. Yeah, they work. yeah, they have. And remember what it's about spending time with people. Happy holidays, everyone. Oh, Angel Go to Swings. <laughs> I wish I had a bell. I would ding. ring it. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. And you know what? Continue to watch the show this week because we have some fun themed uh, holiday shows that we're wearing different things. So make sure Absolutely. you. Absolutely. It's a good time. And thank you so much for watching. We appreciate you. And thanks for listening to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you next week. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.